When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Of course, on a Tuesday, Lori and Julia show my talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. But I want to thank those of you who shared videos on the Nutrisource Pet Foods video submission page for the upcoming Cat Video Festival. So here's the deal. If your entry is selected, you will be contacted by the folks from the festival staff in advance. And keep in mind, you can get your tickets now and also get a free ride to the event from Metro Transit. That's a good way to get there. All the info on that event coming up on August 8th is at our website and use the keyword cats. Aren't we giving also away a tank of gas a day? Yeah. Oh, yes, we are. Sorry about that, Julie. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Ta- this is- tank a day all month long. It's $100 to fill your car, boat, or RV, whatever. And you just uh, have to uh, register on the MyTalk app. And you can download the app where you download yes. all your apps. Yep. And it's and so easy to do. And then you can take us wherever you want and listen to us whenever you want. Yes. Listen it's really you, easy. You sound so smart. Well, it is really easy. I, I do know that. That it's really, really, really easy. We are reading... This is my first Jennifer Weiner book. You've it's, never read a Jennifer Weiner book? I don't think I, we've ever read one, Lori. I don't... The, In her shoes? No we and reading. Well, did she, I read other books besides what we read she, on the show. I mean, I don't know if I ever read In Her Shoes, but she's oh, coming on. Yes, the, we read In right. Her Shoes. I hadn't read her in a long time. About, she hasn't put out a book in a long time. It, she's taken a bit of a break. Um, I don't know what her Mrs. Everything is her, her newest latest. book, but and I think that's why Ellen Hildebrand was so crazy that she was writing a book because she took a bit of a break. Yeah, um, but she has written so many. She uh, started out with Good in Bed. Yes, we have read yeah, several we've read of her books, and then um, Little Earthquakes are in her shoes. Read that Good in Bed. In her shoes was made into a movie. Yes, it was Flyaway Home. Flyaway Home. Uh-huh. Yeah, we've read lots. All right, I she hasn't written. She hasn't written for a while. Mm-hmm. Donnie, maybe you could look up Mrs. Everything as her first book in how many years? Oh, Is it five okay. years? Or yeah, do a little research for us, but. Okay. That book is so good, and I know um, she's coming on the show Thursday. Uh, Thursday yes. yes, Thursday, and uh, you finished the book. Ahead I finished. Of me. I finished the book. It was. was it was it audible. Yeah, I you did listened? both. I did both. And did you like your narrator? I love my narrator on this one because I this book is interesting because it's also it's about these two sisters and the time you know the fifties, sixties, seventies. 
you know, lesbian, housewife, feminism. Women's choices or no choices. Yeah. It really touched a lot of uh, different areas. Yes, I really, really And sisters. And sisters. Sisters and mother-daughter relationships. Yeah, I'm loving it, loving it, loving it. Yeah, my narrator was really good. Okay. We've had Summer 69, The Guest Book, and now this. Mrs. Everything. Yeah. Three really good. A five star epic novel. Yeah, and we've never talked, interviewed her, have we? I don't. I don't think we have. Think I, I don't so, think so. No, either. so I'm kind of excited yeah, about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but boy, that book really. How many years, Donnie, between books? Well, it looks like uh, 2000. Uh, she had one in 2016. She did. That was not a novel. It was a memoir. Yeah. yeah, that was Adventures in Life, Love, and Writing. And that was in 2016. Mm-hmm. I think you have to go back another f- maybe four years. She like she was she successful. Did. She just I think took a break. You might ask her why you know well, why wait. she why yep. she uh, took a break. Uh-huh. But even if you see the cover of her book, Mrs. Everything, you can tell that she was like, I'm not going to be branded the old way anymore. Yeah, it's a new cover, isn't it's it? It's a new font. It's a, she kind of her books started looking like Emily Griffin books do. Yes, they did, Lori. That's a very good good. Cover, yeah. you know, even the way she spelled it was she had almost a, a girlish stylized uh, title with even the way she spelled her name. Mm-hmm. It feels stronger. She's been doing this. This seems like font. a grown up uh, like she really put some like, I don't know, maybe I, think, I don't know. This book just feels felt, a little bit different. It did. It had a mm-hmm. lot of meat to it. I really, really, really enjoyed it. I'm kind of excited about that. But I was thinking with this rainy weather. Yeah. Well, people, you well, can read, but the summer I, is such a good time for books. It's a plethora. Like we can't even we're can't even keep up with all the good books we want to have. There's on. so many. There's so many. And now I will just. I know we don't always like talking too much ahead of shows, uh, but this show is debuting on Showtime. I mean, show. Um, yeah, Showtime in August. Okay, what is it? And we love Kirsten Dunst. Oh she yeah, is so good. I mean, remember how good she was in that season two of Fargo? Yeah. Oh, she was amazing. Oh, she was yeah, amazing. I just read about this show today. Yeah. So there's a new series. It's I think it's the middle of August. It's called I'm Becoming God, a God in Central Florida, which is quite a title. Yeah. It's a little esoteric. But the official trailer uh, is showing me uh, a lot of stuff. So here it's set in the early 90s. And okay. Kristen Dunst stars as Crystal with a K. A perfect 90s Florida name who's down on her luck and hooked into a multi-level marketing scheme. Alexander Skarsgård is in it. Uh I think he's the top of the the pyramid. She's in this multi-level marketing, like I said. But I love everything that he is doing. Anyway, she's always good at playing fragile but spines of steel women. Oh, yeah. And so this just looks really good. So this is just a little heads up. Mm-hmm. It seems kind of like uh, this is going to be something that we're going to love. A, a, vi- a vicarious scammer thrill of a show that's going to be uh, dark with some sex, hopefully, between and Kirsten I think some Dunst. Humor. Some dry, flat-out humor. <laughs> and Alexander Oh, Scarsdale. yeah. He's in it. Mary and Steen saying, Virgin. Yes. Oh, sorry, Julie. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of good people in it, so we'll keep you posted on that one, but... I was like, "Where? What's Kirsten Dunst? Well, she had a baby. She had the baby with mm-hmm. Jesse Plemons. Yeah, she and what's did. Jesse going to be in? Were they mad in Fargo? Fell in love. She he broke has up with been Jared in Headland something. And I know it. Now he's with Emma 
Roberts, mm-hmm. who Donnie posted a trailer of her in a movie that's coming out in November that mm-hmm. looked like, I couldn't tell, it was like uh, Cinderella meets Handmaid's Tale. Yes. It's called uh, Paradise Hills. She and Aquafina. Donnie posted that, but we didn't post the Kirsten Dunst one. Uh, Jesse Plemons will be in the bell jar. Oh, he oh, is? Yes. Sylvia Sylvia Plath. Sylvia. Yeah. I can't wait to see that movie. Just kidding. You know what the one I do want to see, though, is that, the Finch, the Goldfinch with Nicole Kidman. Yes, and you I know I want to see that. Because I never finished the book. I so couldn't finish it. So maybe the movie will be the way yes. to do it. I couldn't finish it. Yeah. I, I, that was a toughie, toughie. Yeah. But anyway, Donnie, maybe I'll post on Becoming a God in Central Florida tomorrow. Is something okay. to post because we were wondering. We just have seen Scar's Garden flashbacks on Big Little Eyes. Yeah. I mean... What the heck's he's, he up to? He's going to be in this. I think it's in, uh-huh. like it sounds kind of fun, Lori. It does. And, and and it's time. And it I was mean, the pyramids in the nineties were all the multi- between. Uh, just come uh, over to my house. I just want to talk to you. We've got something we really want to talk to you. It about. It really was prevalent. Everybody was. was doing it in Everyone some form was. or another. And I mean, I never did it, but people but I got invited to, to yes. a lot of things. I believe I got invited to a, someone a multi level marketing thing for sex toys. Remember oh. that party scene? <laughs> uh, what it was called? That Lori. <laughs> I remember Shackley back in the day. I mean, oh, Amway. Shackley, yeah. Um, but Nutra, Ann, something. Like Ann Summers across the pond. That's a multi-level sex toy lingerie mm-hmm. that the, the home parties brought to. But there was one... Um, it was probably pure romance. Does that yes. sound familiar? Yes, because mm-hmm. I was getting romance. invited through bowling, the bowling oh. girls, to pure romance. Remember, we were <laughs> yes. getting samples That's, of the tingly gels? Yes, <laughs> that is so right. Oh, for crying out loud, Lord, Yeah, that's funny. I mean, it really was in everything from vitamins to erotica mm-hmm. to um, the household stuff. The, of course, Amway had been around forever. Right. The and then the dusting cloths, whatever that was. Norwax. I don't know if that's that's multi level marketing, well, I suppose. Yeah. And there's the makeup now, the chemical free makeup yeah. that people are doing. I mean, there's they're still out there. Yes, they are. Yes, All they right, are. Listen, we got to get Start going with Mary Kay. Mm-hmm. Well, Mary Kay. So when you see a pink Cadillac, you go. If you're a certain age, you go. There's a Mary Kay lady. <laughs> right. I know. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Well, here's something we should all feel good about, people. All right. This came out a couple days ago, but Twin Cities area is number one in volunteering. Woohoo! Number one. The highest rate in the country at 46.3%. People have volunteered at least once time, one time in the past year. The lowest rate is 18.7%. Where do you think that is? Someplace south. Yep, Miami, Florida. Yeah. Um, 33.3 is the average, but working mothers have the highest rate of any demographic group in volunteerism. I believe it. Yep, when your kids are in school age things, you're doing so much volunteering. Um, you're connected with a lot of things. And then but, I think people volunteer on the other when they retire. Right, on the other the, end. Yeah, the other time. But right. so I thought that was a nice, nice Minnesota nice thing. Yes. Okay. Um, sure. Now, Donnie, I know that you are a chocolate connoisseur. Absolutely. And do, Lori and... Do you give him that chocolate connoisseur? Well... I love it. Give it to him. I'm, I'm letting give him on it because he won't eat anything that's like under 80%. 
Uh, dark chocolate. Dark, dark chocolate. Dark yes. chocolate. Is that yes. right? I didn't even know that. Yeah, he's a yeah, snob. He's a right chocolate snob. 70, okay. Maybe you, seventy. Nothing under seventy. No, and you and I have a box of Hershey's Kisses. <laughs> yeah, okay? I know. It's okay. But uh, we love good chocolate. But apparently, we've been eating it all wrong. Here's the deal. You there's no right or wrong way to eat oh chocolate. Well, there's a way to, to make you. it even better, Lori. Okay, suck it. First slowly. of all, <laughs> you need. <laughs> okay. Jesus. Basically, Laurie, yeah. you can translate after I say it so you can Hollywood speak okay. it. Stop chewing it so much. You'll taste more if you press it to the roof of your mouth yes. and dissolve it by sucking on it slowly. Slowly, I know it. It's uh-huh. good life's advice. Stop eating such huge chunks. Yeah. If you break it up into smaller pieces, the aromas release, mm-hmm. making, especially if it's good chocolate, mm. you can also rub it with your thumbs to release it a little bit, a little bit of the chocolate aroma. Make sure you have clean thumbs. I mean, your thumb is so oily. What if it's just been on the remote? Well, Well, wash your hands. I'm just saying, though, you know, people like mindlessly eat, you know, might eat a piece of chocolate. I'm thinking of my husband eating dark chocolate. Don't tell him to rub anything. Yeah, thank you. I will tell him to rub some things, but (laughs) not chocolate or the remote. Right. I hope not. Okay. Um, Smell it before you eat it. Just like wine, experts say you should smell your chocolate before you pop it in your mouth. It primes your taste buds. I am going to watch Casey closely tonight as he eats his Trader Joe's. I bought him a new chocolate snack that probably wouldn't pass the chocolate connoisseur says, but it's dark chocolate honey grams with sea salt from Trader Joe's. Because Casey loves grain crackers with milk I know, and sugar. sugar. I know. This he is, actually eats that. Lori, this is what we grew up with when we never had sugar but, cereal. That's how we would make sugar cereal. I, I bought him like two weeks ago. He goes, get me some cinnamon grain cracker, oh, cracker, best. you know, yeah. so I can have some bowls of that with milk. Sorry, we didn't have sugar he, cereal. He, he puts them in a bowl and pours milk over? You it crack them up, up, you crack them up, and okay. then you put milk on, and then you put sugar right in the middle. Oh, my Lord. It's kind of oh. like how we used to eat oatmeal. <laughs> no, Daddy, yeah. we had no sugar I cereals know. growing up. Was he making up for lost he time? He just still likes it. <laughs> he, we're the only two. Yeah. Out of the five. And he really... It's only Casey and I. Yeah, we have the only two. My brother John, nothing. He, Gina, she likes... She does like the sugar. She does like this sweet. But anyway, but Catherine, he, he no. really, he kind of did like those little, um, those little dark chocolate graham right. things from Stop, Trader. tell him to stop good. eating it so fast. Chocolate lasts a long time if you let it linger in your it's mouth. Yeah, he doesn't. He pops them, the whole thing in his mouth, one at a time. Ugh. The whole thing in his mouth. <laughs> I'm well aware of who he is. Yeah. Philistine. I, I, I kind of like that about him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just get it over with. Oh, that he's a Philistine. Mm. Yeah, I do. I mean, the one time I saw him word. eat that that one steak that you hold by the bone, whatever the, that thing what? is. That's right, the Texas thing or whatever it's called. Yes. The, yeah. It, it, yeah. It, and then he, he I looked it. at him, I said, oh my gosh. And then he took his hands and they were full of, you know, whatever. And then he rubbed it across his face and across his chest. I loved it. Are you done? <laughs> okay, sorry. What? <laughs> what? Oh, my God. What? Okay. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Now, it's kind of sexy. <laughs> now, if you had never been at an airport before, would you think the way to get in the airport is to ride on the belt that's taking your luggage? This happened in Istanbul. <laughs> well... Mm-hmm. You see a little kid doing it, like, you know. Right? I did come across the video of this. Yeah. The woman, you know, you weigh your bag. Really, yeah. She did. No. She gets she on just the right right behind it. Just really nice and lovely, sitting upright. Yeah. The, holding, crossing her arms on her laps. Ready to go. Take me in. That would be kind of a Excuse great way. Uh-huh. It would be. Okay, so mosquitoes now with the rain. We are, the mosquitoes are out. So I just want to tell you a couple things that mosquitoes absolutely love. The minute you open a beer, it increases your mosquito attraction. (sighs) CO2 comes bubbling out of beer when it's open and it attracts mosquitoes that feed mostly on mammals. That's it. All right. So put on the bug spray before you open your your beer. Leggings are a favorite. People think, oh, I'll just wear leggings. For protection? Right. No. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Spandex is mosquito friendly. They love it. Oh my gosh. And because it's tighter and closer to your body, they can they get can a better smell. bite. And they can smell you and they yes. get a bigger, better bite. Oh. So they bite right through it. You're better off wearing loose fitted clothing. clothing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and it keeps you cooler and it'll redirect the heat to different areas too. So they mosquitoes are attracted to heat. Yeah. Um, apparently, bombshell by Victoria's Secret is a, a mosquito repellent. They hate it, just they like they hate on skin so soft. Yep. Is also they hate rosemary, work. lemon balm, lavender, marigolds, basil, peppermint, and garlic. Mm-hmm. If you're planting, um, mosquitoes can lay eggs in standing waters that you would find in a bottle cap. Yeah. You know how you have plants with the bottom holder that yeah. collects the water. Yeah. Make sure that's empty. Yeah. On everything and like. Just empty out anything that collects water outside. Right. Yeah, good, they love good it. advice. Um, they hate it if you have a campfire or smoke. Yeah. You know, light, mm. light candles, light smoke. Um, they prefer typo blood, and they love your stinky sweat. So when you exercise, don't wear black. Wear white, because they're attracted to that, too. Yeah. So there you go. It's a long list. It really but is. But I feel like there's some really memorable ones. No, the wrong. leggings I always thought leggings. would keep them away. And I'd no. always wonder why I get bites through them. I'm itching from this whole segment. I feel like I've been bit ten times. Well. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know, you've noticed how much I'm scratching. And I don't want to be somebody without your body. In September at Excel. Just FYM. Thank you. It's a Thursday. That's right. Okay, so Julie, you told us what last week about um, the robot umpires in the minor league sanctioned by the National Baseball yeah, League? That the, Major League Baseball. Yeah, yes. They have an umpire standing behind the plate, mm-hmm. but they have a robot in their ear calling the strikes. Yes. So yes. it's like, what the hell? 
Well, uh-huh. <laughs> it was going to happen sooner or later, but this soon, less than a week after robot empires were introduced for calling balls and strikes in the Atlantic League, there's an ejection over disagreeing with the automated system. The person ejected was former Twins pitcher Frank Viola, who is the pitching coach of the High Point Rockers. <laughs> he was annoyed that the umpire working at home plate, who has authority to, to over- overrule, didn't do so on several First of all, why, if we have an umpire, do we need a robot? Yeah. I think, I think, okay, I'm sure there's bad calls. There's bad calls everywhere. Mm-hmm. There's bad calls everywhere, but that kind of also adds extra excitement and energy to a game. Yeah. Here's, yeah. here's what I heard on a, a sports talk show. Okay. And this, this guy writes about Major League Baseball, about why they are even considering this. Yeah, that's now, what by, I don't get. By the time you get to the Major League level. You've got pitchers that are throwing at 95 miles an hour, and the ball is doing things it's never done before. And their argument is, it's too difficult for the human eye to... Let the human eye be good enough. that's not that. I'm not it's been good enough for all these that's years. Reason. We're not having robots throw the balls at the uh, at and, the. And the no, reason why week. the ball is doing so many different things is people are saying there's tampering with the ball while you're seeing so many home runs. More. Well, no, no, that's not the pitchers. They're saying the ball is wound differently and it's wound tighter. Yeah, it's not the, what a bunch of that's what the pitchers, babies. the pitchers in the major league are saying. Yeah, it's the well, ball. It's the anyway. Ball. Frank Viola is making fun of it, and so of his wife. But here's what he said: I got myself tossed in the first. Um, was it, a, you know, problem was, was it TrackMan or was it the human strike zone? That was the problem. Who or what is in charge made your problem? Yeah. Who's, who has final say? Yeah, who's on first? Who's on first? Is the robot <laughs> overruling them? You know what I mean? Anyway. And Donnie, <laughs> when they're making the baseballs tighter, yes. they're making them faster. It fl- it flies off the bat faster and That's goes right. farther. Mm-hmm. Now, so Major they're Baseball playing... denies this. This is good that Frank had this fight because now it will push back all of this because he brings up a good question. Who's Who's in charge? No, he should have just said who's on first. Yeah. Yeah, he should have. That would have been his wife. His wife uh, tweeted Kathy. She said, somehow my hubby is the first ejection due to track man. That's what the robot empire is called. It does not surprise me. (laughs) (laughs) He's a darn good pitcher. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of controversies, I got to give... a shout out at the uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood presser at the Four Seasons in Hollywood, uh, where, you know, the cast moves from room to room. Sure. Remember, we did this the one and only time for Pray Home Companion. That's right. Anyway, so it's Margot Robbie, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Brad Pitt. They were moving them room to rooms. Because right. I'm sure Quentin Tarantino was just doing because that was Robert Altman came in alone. Yes, he did. Yeah. So, anyway, MTV News. Uh, okay. Gets you know, their five minutes or yeah. however long that would be like intimidating, kind of because to be sitting across from I would be tongue tied. I, I would die. I would love it though. Yeah, you'd I come up it. with the question. No, I know I would. Yeah, you would come up with the question. But MTV came up with a great question, and uh, here we go. Okay, biggest movie controversy of all time. Could Jack have fit on that door at the end? Oh, oh my gosh. At the end of Titanic. I remember bulling my eyes out when I was... I have no problem. <laughs> That's telling, I think. That is funny. What do you think, Brad? Well, I'm going to go back and look now. <laughs> Certainly. That is the biggest controversy, I what, think. Whatever. In modern cinema. Whatever. History. Leave, excuse me. Yeah. 
No comment. <laughs> Did you mention it at the time? We like, should we make the door smaller? So like I said, I have no comment. <laughs> it's it's movie magic, magic it's my friends. Movie magic. <laughs> And then, yes. and then when you go and you look at that scene, and I, you even I remember, remember it. we're like, why didn't she make room for Jack on the door? I then told myself he was too cold to climb up, but there was room for there was a person on either side. And people, he was frozen. People have laid down on doors that shape as bodies, <laughs> and they've got all these funny things going on there. But I do remember that too. Before he was frozen, Donnie, she should have let him up there. Uh-oh. Yeah. Because he got frozen. I mean, there's no way at the end he could do it anymore, but he could have gotten up on that door. It drove me crazy as a film watcher. Yeah, Let him on the door. Get, make way for him. We're talking about the ending of Titanic. Titanic. Anyway, he was just laughing, and Brad was, just, I mean, it was just like, and Margot Robbie, she's like, I was like 10. <laughs> well, she was. She was 97. So. Yeah. Anyway, good for you, Emma. Uh, uh, MTV News. Then, uh, then this little nugget. I don't know how this came out. If it's in one of these interviews with one of these pressers with Brad Pitt, is that finally coming out this Friday? To next oh, the twenty sixth. Yeah, loud. they're just they must be. I don't know what they're doing next week. Why they're doing all the press this week? But uh, anyway, now uh, uh, the the story is that. Um, the guy who wrote La La Land. Yeah. Which, do you think that movie is going to hold up? No. No. I didn't love it, and I didn't, I didn't think I didn't it should like win it. anyway. Yeah. I enjoyed it, yeah. but I thought it was... It was depressing. It was a, and a puff piece at the same time. Yeah. yeah. I didn't get it. <laughs> the best... Yeah, Donnie, I don't know. I, I don't think it's going to hold up. I don't, I, I don't either. I really don't. I don't think it's going to hold up. The Damien Chazelle did it really win? It didn't win because didn't something else? Moonlighting won. Moonlight yes, won, not La La Land. They thought it did, but it won for other. You know. Oh, okay. Because uh, I'm like, it didn't win the final one. No, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't. But Emma Stone won. Yeah, she did. And Ryan Gosling was nominated. And Faye Dunaway called the wrong film title, yes. and it actually turned out that it was Moonlight. But La La Land. Um, that guy wrote it. He has a new script, and he wants to put um, Emma Stone, who won an Oscar for what people say is a dumbass role. It, oh, um, wow. Is that, uh, it's a movie called Babylon, and it's going to be... He would like it's a 1920s like when the when the Hollywood went from silence to talkies. Sure. So it sounds like Damien wants to explore mm. a time period like Quentin Tarantino is doing in Once Upon a Time yeah, in Hollywood, yeah. except he wants to go from silent to the talkies, which is the least interesting. I don't know. Well, not necessarily because it had a huge effect. No, I know. Careers were ruined. Yeah, yeah, the silent right. stars, they couldn't make the All transition. All right, maybe I would be interested anyway, but didn't we have that with the artist, kind of? I love the artist, though. That was so great. No, the yeah. artist was clever and fun. Yeah. Um, and that dog. Um, but that was kind of that same thing, wasn't it? Well, not really. No, it was just a silent movie. <laughs> it was just a <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Wait, do you know that Guys and Dolls? It's it yeah, changes guys. up now that it has yeah, guys. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah. Anyway, no. it's Roaring Twenties Hollywood, kind of F. Scott meets Singing in the Rain. Is or, the to me that sounds kind of interesting? Yeah, and he would like Brad Pitt to be in it. Um, and maybe Brad Pitt is going to be Charlie Chaplin light, and he's going to fall in love with the young, beautiful ingenue Emma Stone, and. They're going to be 30 years apart in age, and we like that. I don't know. Yeah. 
Anyway, I thought Sharon Stone was going to be in this. Well, Babylon. I would like it. I, I mean, I would like it. Does <laughs> Emma Stone and Jennifer Lawrence have to be offered every movie in Hollywood for crying out loud? Jennifer Lawrence had a bad run. She has not been offered things like she was. She deliberately didn't work for. I know, a year but and a half. that she also deliberately didn't deliberately, but accidentally yeah. made four horrible movies in a row. Well, she started banging that older D- Darren, Darren Aronofsky Ar- used to be married to But even to before James that, she did, wife. Yeah. she did the joy, Mother, the mop thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, she had four bad runs. Yeah. She does look real good in her Dior commercials. Yeah, I like. she him. does. Do you want to hear Austin Butler, the guy who's playing Elvis? Do you want to hear him sing from uh, Are You There, Chelsea? Did you ever watch that? The sitcom Are You There, Chelsea? No, no? never. All right, that's right. You didn't have girls. I mean, you didn't have you didn't have girls. You would have watched this if you had girls. I'm sure if I had girls. All right, here's just if we want to hear him. He does sing and play the guitar, you guys. He's playing an angelic pop star in the sitcom who's kind of serenading this girl. Luke. I don't need a Cadillac car Riding around like a movie star Oh, no, 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 I'm not greedy He's got a good Anyway, he's blonde. He's blonde in this one. So that's supposed to be. But he also can play the guitar. Yes. I mean, I think this is going to be interesting. I do too. Mm -hmm. And this is the Elvis character. Yes. He's being cast as Elvis. Yes. Do you think they should have a host or no host for the Emmys? They haven't decided yet. Host, host, host. No decision and no offers have been made yet. Let Aquafina host it. That's what I say. I'll just fix it for him right now. Gosh, Lori, yeah, you're so generous. She's not really a TV person. And Lori, you're a giver. She, Donnie, she can be anything okay. she wants. She's right. a comedian. Well, she's not really a TV well, person. No, but just you let her host it. someone who's connected yes, with the I TV know. industry. One of the late night show hosts yeah. is traditionally how they do it. Like, go out of the box and just hire damn Aquafina. She's hot as hell right now. Let her introduce all this stuff and give her two-second take on everything. Why not? I am. I'm just watching you today. Why not? Why not? At least you're not itching anymore from the mosquitoes. From your mosquito story. And you're not rubbing your thumbs together like chocolate. No, but I did have to go get two of our Hershey kisses. (laughs) And the reason I do say Aquafina, because, you know, I did. She's hot right now. She is hot. She's hot. And and, uh, Donnie posted the trailer of her and Emma Roberts in this. uh, Okay, it is a rainy Tuesday night. Yeah. And I want to go to a movie and there's nothing to go to. Hmm. Yeah, we're in kind of the dead zone no, here. It's, we it's don't Marvel have a Land, an, an, Animation Land, or watch scary. something on Netflix. Watch a good movie on Netflix. There's so I many was just good home choices. I by myself last night. How many nights do I have to be home alone? Oh. Well, I mean, do you want us to feel sorry for you? Give <laughs> yeah. me a movie suggestion. Give you us... could give me some movie suggestions. I finished that flea bag last night, and I just wish I wasn't done with have it. Have you watched Catastrophe? Oh, that's Everyone funny. Everyone likes that, but I, like, I don't know. I, maybe I'll try Rob it again. Yeah, just start with season one. I, it's it's so funny. It's so yeah. funny. It's so charming. I love the. I love that show. I have to go back at that one because everyone says it's good. so good. Watch Red Oaks, Julia. Oh. I already. I already read. I did? finished one season of that. I did. Oh, that Watch is the second season. Yeah. No, okay. Maybe I have a book. <laughs> we have books. Yeah, I know four that are due in the next week. No, no, I'm not four that so are due. Well, we don't know what to feel sorry for or give her a movie recommendation. Go see John Wick. Damn it! Go see an action. It's two movie. hours and nineteen oh, minutes. Yes. Oh my word! I mean, when they told us how long the play was, I was just like, oh. That's <laughs> how you. they always are. Two and uh-huh. a half hours, and when a when a show is good. 
Two and a half. You can't feel ready. it. You don't feel it I'll at all. I'll vouch for that. Yeah. It right. doesn't feel long. At all, at all. Because it's so good. Like, yeah. I remember going to the best little whorehouse in Texas. That felt real long. Real, <laughs> real long. I, in fact, I left at halftime. It reminds me of Honey, yeah. I Shrunk the Kids played with Steve Martin. Oh, yeah. in the. He was oh. the dentist, wasn't he? Oh. In the TV movie? Just... What's that guy's name, honey? I shrunk the kids. Yeah. Fra- Frank Moran. Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. <laughs> yes, Rick Moranis. All right. We're eating into Hollywood speak. And we got to talk about why Katy Perry is saying this about enemas. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood. Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? Oh, what is the meaning of this, Katy Perry? She's down under in Australia and she was on a radio show. And they asked her about, does she do anything now that she's 34? That she didn't do when she was 33? (laughs) Or 24. She said, yes, I'm practicing an ancient remedy to curb the effects of getting older. I do this thing called prankna karma. Yeah. As you get older and you have longer hangovers, you realize the cells in your body are dying. So I do this thing called Panka Karma. It's no. basically eating and cleansing no, and no, lots no. of enemas. Read, read the word. It's basically... Ayurvedic. Eating. And I haven't done Ayurvedic eating. I don't even think and we're saying And if anyone right. does Ayurvedic eating, <laughs> 651-641-1071. Donnie can Google it. It's just... I mean, but who yeah, would do this no. Ayurvedic but the, eating? But the thing, the, the fact... What is she, goop? Is she goop now? Lori, I'm goop. She's everyone's goop. goop. Everyone is trying to find the best way to poop. Well, if you can poop a lot, why not? Uh, Remember when I had a colonic? Oh my god! Oh yeah, her colonic is called prankna karma. Okay, uh, whoa, oh, I don't know. You definitely feel more energy because it gets the crap out of you. Yeah, <laughs> Katie, Harry, <laughs> poop is not the secret to youth. Well, poop helps if you don't poop. And no. you've got stored up poop. I mean, no, but I don't think she's talking about that, is she? But trying to see that she's got this ancient, re- she's probably paying somebody $800 an hour to give her this spiritual advice. I bet half of it is, it from, is from Goop. And pretty soon, maybe in a year from now, Katy Perry will introduce Coop. <laughs> or whatever the <laughs> no, name it's of her. Be poop. Poop. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Something. I think she this is funny. And on but I, and I have on. to admit, when people get hooked on the enemas, because I know okay. someone who was hooked on this. Yeah. It. I know someone. Okay, yeah. that went through this very phase. Yes, of get, relying on enemas instead of letting their body do its natural because pump and they dump. never pooped. Yeah, and so suddenly <laughs> they'd go have colonics done all the time yeah. or prachnakarma or whatever it's yeah. called. And they were different people. Oh my God, I have so much energy. This is so great. This is so great. They lose weight. Mm. They have energy. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I had all this poop stored up in me forever. It's, very, it's a Hollywood thing. Well, I remember I when remember, we first learned about I it from you know I did who? it one day. Yeah. You go to some places I in don't West Hollywood. I want to lay down and then you can watch it. Oh. And then if it has meatballs, you're lactose intolerant. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Julia, we've got to put an end to this conversation <laughs> right now. Why? <laughs> Why? Those who practice Ayurveda believe that every I, person in our universe, guys, is mm-hmm. made up of the basic elements in the universe. Space, air, water, fire, and earth. I mean, well, you know, yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. A big chunk of us is water, so yeah. she's yeah. got one of the Most things wrong. Most of it right. is water, so. There's fire in the hole.
Yeah, yeah, fire in the hole. She sounds like a seventy-eight-year-old lady at a retirement place who probably wouldn't <laughs> even talk this about something is a like phase this. And uh, people are so excited who have never pooped the minute they can go regular. It's like. The gates of heaven open up. Something oh, miraculous is done. I know, but I guess I kind of <laughs> like it when people don't get down and give us dirty deets on poop. Yeah, we didn't need to know. Lori, this, you've given us dirty deets on pee. Period. Yeah, I'm not poop. Katy Perry, but you're on a radio program that's well, not called what's the name of the one? Smoltz. No, <laughs> it she, is called. No, scoop. it wasn't. It was called Smaltzy Surgery. Yeah. See, I mean, she went away. <laughs> She'll go on anything. I just don't like any of that part of that story. <laughs> For spending all that time. Okay, listen to this. Listen to this. Elon Musk's singer girlfriend, Grimes. Okay, Okay. how old is she, first of all? She's Canadian. She's 31. She's letting us know today. And she's just, she's the new face of Stella McCartney collection for Adidas. Okay, and here's what she's letting us know today. Okay. She She says she sword fights and lies in a deprivation tank for four hours a day and also screams for 25 minutes a day in a red hot sauna while boiling tea and had surgery to eliminate blue light from her vision and had an orange polymer uh, film put over her eyeball. Did you get a stupid idea like that? (laughs) Okay, wait a minute. Okay. What, what, well, okay. she has I, okay because okay, I'm this, looking at her on Instagram because she does look like she looks completely different than she did. And look she on May likes 1st. to do the two to four hours a day in a tepro- deprivation tank because she's astral gliding to other dimensions, past, <laughs> present, and future. After taking a battery of supplements called acid, and then she does one to two hours of sword fighting, weight training. And a 45-minute incline hike. Uh, well, listen, the she, float tanks are a big darn deal. Okay, but here's what I'm going to say. Elon Musk is probably the world's crappiest boyfriend. He has little time. He's always doodling or making some... You know what I mean? Oh, he's might be doodling, inventing something Duh. new all the time. He's got to be the worst boyfriend. There's billions of no, dollars. Really. He's everywhere. a known bad boyfriend because his head is in. He can't. He really only wants you for a couple of things, and those are not well, always what ideal boyfriends. Is that boyfriends. different from other boyfriends? Well, or girlfriends. Uh, yeah, because that's just called you know booty call or your bleep boy or your bleep. You know, you want somebody who wants more than the two, two or three things from you. She doesn't care. She's with Elon Musk. She's experiencing all these things that she couldn't. Because she has time. Because he's a rotten boyfriend. Because he's always doodling, like I said, inventing stuff. Do you know what you do post-float? Yeah, I do. Post-float? Float, that's what they call it. Sword fight. That's what I'm guessing. And Shailene Woodley, I am... No, so glad I didn't not, watch her last night. What does the thing over her eye do? You are moving past this. She uh, she's eliminating blue light from her life. So all the Elon Musk has probably told her about some <laughs> top notch research he has. He's going to unveil some new light. He's going to sell to all the phone companies because we're finding out we're all getting eyeball cancer in ten years from the blue light. And she has access. It to cures the research. depression. She says seasonal uh, depression. If you remove the blue light. Is this a Minnesota thing? I, again, I think, you know, she, consider whose girlfriend she is. But you forgot to say how she started out her Instagram. My training is a 360 degree approach. She's the face of Stella McCartney. Adidas. Blah, okay, fine. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Like but she's really selling anybody on anything. No. I 
goop, all the goop people will buy these tennies. Those same ladies will be the same audience. <laughs> and by the way, I think it's bad form of Shailene Woodley. She gave away a huge, huge nugget on Big Little Eyes last night of something major that happens. So don't read the story. I'm it, not. But yeah, she said it on Kimmel last night. She said, I'll give you a little nugget. It was huge. No, don't tell us. I'm dying to tell somebody. Who can I tell? You can tell me. Okay. Not on the not no, no, on not the air. air. 